the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Yeah, this is what if with Shane Daniels and not another freaking wrestling podcast. And this is where we're going to rebook things and we're going to make Kali a great world champion or at least try to. Bullshit. Big boss. Come on. Me, me and Will have a really good layout here, and I, I think we can really sell you on this. Um, I, mean, I know we can. I think we got a good sell. This, I mean, this is the whole premise. Like, we're going to talk about um, making Diesel a uh, draw, and they're going to try to convince us with their story, um, and then. Maybe we'll have JD and Tyler do one that they try to sell us on after they're done beating the fuck out of each other at the Clash of Carpet City. I was going to say, I can sell you on me beating Tyler on March 25th. Hey! <laughs> See, he ain't here to talk shit now, so... Uh, we'll go ahead and start. So, Kali wins the World Championship in a Battle Royal. It was vacated by Edge with a torn pectoral muscle. All right. You're going to give him the year? What year is this? This is 07. Okay. Jumping back to the magical year that was 2007 SmackDown. Yeah. Was it magical? Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. Good stuff on there. Great Kali won a world title. I didn't mean that part, but... And so we, uh, obviously, um, in the Battle Royal, the last two were Batista and Kali, I think. Kali eliminates him, so now Batista is going to get his uh, title opportunity at the next pay-per-view. Okay, so we're at the Great American Bash, and Kali beats him with clean he doesn't even use anything he just beats him clean okay getting but he beats the job him clean. to a bloody pulp after beating him starts stomping on him and this is when we get the debut of the greatest thing in Kali's arsenal the head squash <laughs> he stole it from crush yeah, so but his a, hands wrap around your whole head. I mean, that's so, fair, too. I will admit I did like Kali's uh, vice grip. It made sense, and it was better than his stupid big chop. Yeah. Well, you could buy the chop, too, which was, uh, I mean, with enough force. Now he's got big hands. So. So you so head back to... Batista's been dealt with. He is disposed of. So next week on SmackDown, Great Collie is cutting a celebratory promo by himself. Ten minutes. And who comes out to make the challenge? None other than SmackDown's resident giant killer, Rey Mysterio Rey Jr. Mysterio. 
I thought you were supposed to be telling me, selling me on uh, Greg Cully being a great champion. I can't listen to a 10 minute Greg Cully promo. <laughs> Why not? He's very well spoken. He would have had his manager, Ranjan Singh, at the time. So Ranjan's cutting the promo, and then Cully can chime in every so often with, and then holds the belt up upside down. Well, okay. no, he doesn't hold the belt upside down in this in this story. Okay, because we're making him a good champion. Now. Like that's so the he thing. holds it right side up. Very okay. key element. Like that was one of my biggest gripes from his title reign. Was Hold he it upside, upside down? down? So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fix it here." So we fix it. Rey Mysterio say, comes to be out. Fair though, the big the design of the big gold actually does look cool upside down. Yeah, like if you were to just flip it. The, the shape of it and do the designs the same way, but still look cool upside down. It would. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. So <laughs> Teddy Long then puts Rey Mysterio says, Hey, you can have a match against um, him at Saturday night's for- main event. Is it a tag Ooh. team match? No. It's not accurate if Teddy's not booking tag team match. Now, we do have, building up to it, we've got a tag team match of Great Kali and Ranjit taking on the team of Rey Mysterio and Ric Flair trying to come back and chase after his fallen ally Batista's honor because Batista is still not medically cleared after having his head squashed. Yeah, I and plus... for including Saturday night's main event, though. Like, I'm a mark for... Just well, that was their next little bit. Yeah. That that's you know they got to sell that because it was at Madison Square Garden. So yeah, but I'm just a mark for Sat- the the concept of Saturday Night's main event being a thing. Like, kudos, I'm giving yeah. you points. Take them. But also, you know, people seem to forget uh, Rey Mysterio is also Batista's best friend. So that's what brings that whole duo with Ric Flair and. Rey Mysterio together because they have a did forget about that. Yeah, that checks yeah. out. So the math lines up. Not Scott Steiner telling you what numbers are. And then and- Flair, <laughs> takes, Flair takes the pin in the match in the tag match. Well, so. Would it not make a little more sense for Batista again to? Oh, well, no, never mind. Batista's gone. He's never not mind. medically cleared. Yeah, He's never not mind, medically never cleared. Mind. He's out of the equation at this point. Okay, never mind, never mind. It, it's all going to make sense at the end. Okay. So just it's let better. us tell the story here. So Sorry? Flair oh. takes the pin. He's in the back. They show a little promo, and he's kind of, you know, being Ric Flair. Oh, man, I let Batista down, blah, blah, blah. Ray said, hey, don't worry about it. At Saturday night main event, I'll take care of him, and we'll you know, defend Batista's honor. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, elements there. So then the next week, you got the go-home show to Saturday Night Main Event where you're going to have uh, Chavo is... Remember, Chavo's got to come into this too. Chavo is a key part of the next phase of this storyline. So Chavo and Ray are backstage, and Chavo's kind of throwing a little bit of shade towards Ray's 
towards Rey Mysterio, towards the Mysterio family, saying that the Guerreros have a long-standing history of beating Mysterios, and that he doesn't believe that Mysterio can get the job done. Accurate. Yeah, let's go. Mysterio tries to shrug it off, and Ric Flair comes in there saying that he fully believes that Rey Mysterio has what it takes, because he is the giant killer after all. Math checks out. So our okay. main event for the Go Home show is Chavo versus Ray. With this is a little bit of a really good work rate match, huh? Exactly. Pretty much. And the finish is no one wins because Great Collie storms the ring and beats the shit out of both of them. Well, storms the ring as fast as he can, anyway. Which is really fast. <laughs> then, then Ric Flair comes out with a chair and runs him off because. It's Ric Flair, for one. And now not only is his friend Batista hurt, but he didn't want Ray to be hurt either. Okay. And then he ends up hitting Chavo with the chair because Chavo is being an asshole, basically. Like Chavo is. Checks out. Could could we, in that backstage promo with with Chavo and, and, and uh, Ray, have... The, like the the I guess the Iggy on that to be like for for the to to sh- sow the seed of like you motherfucker from Ray to Chavo be like Chavo say something like you know if Eddie were here Eddie could beat him Eddie'd figure out a way to beat him and then leaves and then that's when Ray's like you son of a bitch you know you yeah yeah we could definitely throw that I in. like that yeah like, plant some seeds of doubt in Ray's mind because. Um, let's see. What's that? Because, you know, the early 2000s was ripe with people fucking putting, like, worky-shooty fucking lines in their promos. I feel like you get a little bit more. So, the, uh, Saturday night main event was also a, uh, all three brands were on the show, ECW, Raw. So, um, here's... The main event, and me, me and Will said, nah, this ain't going to work for us. The main event for that show was CM Punk and the Boogeyman versus John Morrison and Big Daddy V. That sounds terrible. <laughs> and we said, we're going to move that on down the semi-main event because Rey Mysterio and Great Khali are going to be main event. Okay. So well, I mean, it's a match with title implications, so it should have been, but all right, math checks out. So in this match, Ray's gonna do everything Ray does well when facing a bigger opponent, attacking yeah. legs, setting trying to set up for that six one nine. That'll be the key. So he'll be working on um Kali's knees most of the match. Brother, I got a spot for that shit too. Like fucking Ray's like got him fucking doing the leg kicks and shit to get him. Do the fucking drop toe hold towards the fucking ropes and shit. Kali fucking just staggers forward, then just like palms Ray, like the back of his fucking head, picks him up off the fucking ground and just fucking chucks him. Like a little hope spot, you know. Well, we'll see. That does good, play man. into our finish. It does. Oh. Because the finish is He's finally 
he's been working the legs the whole match, and he finally gets Kali to drop down. He's got him set up for the 619. Okay. He runs. He's about to do the bounce off the ropes, but then Ranjit stops him for a second, just for a second, and it's long enough for Kali to recover as soon as... As he's diving through the ropes to do the little spin around for the 619, Kali gets up and just palms him. Love it. Ray fumbles like an accordion down outside the ring. Ranjit throws him back in, and we get that iconic Ray Mysterio head crush spot with Ray spitting up blood everywhere. Call for the bell. best spot. And still, yep. your world heavyweight champion, the great Kali. So, right. now we're going to move on to SmackDown the next Friday. Now, we're, we're, set, we're working into the biggest party of the summer. SummerSlam okay. 2007. And on this night, we're going to have a number one contenders match. With Chavo Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Now, the fun part about this is Rey is not medically cleared. But he still wants to fight. And Chavo, he's going to take advantage of that. So this is where the this is where the Eddie line would come into play. Yeah. Eddie would have found a way to beat him. Eddie'd find a way to have the match with me tonight. You're just not as good as Eddie was, are you? And Ray's like, you motherfucker. <clears throat> all right, all right, I'm in. Let's go. So in this match, we have two of the goats out there putting on the fucking clinic in luchador wrestling. As they would do. And then Rey Mysterio goes for the 619, hits Chavo, goes for the splash, and Chavo moves. Picks him up, hits the three amigos, goes up, hits the frog splash. One, really, really. two, three. Beats Ray with Eddie's own moves. I feel like you bring back the uh, the bloody mouth thing for that, like the internal injuries or whatever. He hits the splash and Ray's like, uh, yeah, well, scared I mean, spit up some blood. There. He could have spit up some blood. I mean, we can leave. We don't have to hit every detail, but yeah. We can. He he spit up some blood. It, so it'd be a good visual. It would, but while he thinks it's clear, boom! The great colleague comes out and starts talking shit. And Chavo grabs the mic and he just says, "Hey, Guerrero in Spanish means warrior. I'm about to beat your ass." Okay, and a, a few words, you know, he's 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 up there, you know, on that line. I like this way we're like also elevating Chavo Guerrero a little bit because I firmly believe that Chavo never got his truly deserved flowers. So we get a little bit of main event Chavo. I agree. I yeah, agree. because I mean we're setting up for the biggest party of the summer. I do like ballsy Chavo though. That's and nice everybody touch. knows that Guerreros also love to party. Yeah. All right. Big bottle of Jose Cuervo for him. 
So let's just fast forward a couple of weeks um, to the go home show for SummerSlam. And you have the, the standoff between Guerrero and uh, Great Kali. And Chavo, Chavo's hitting um, his moves and gets caught in the uh, head smash. And he actually counters it and gets out of it. And this is the first time we've seen anyone manage to escape this. Yes, this is the first time. How did he escape it? How did he escape it? Well, rather simple. Um, He sat down and then, like, scooted underneath the Kali, underneath Kali, having to break the hold. Okay. Because, you know, Kali used to sit there with his legs wide all the time. He's real limber, you know? In this universe, anyways. So... That's how he, he broke out of it. He just used his fucking brain. Did you hear how he broke out of that? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. He used the part that was being squished. Yeah. Yeah. Big brain. This is big brain time. Yeah, big brain time. Big brain um, time. So yeah. then um, Chavo tries to go for Three Amigos, and it gets countered. And then... He gets his head crushed in because, you know, it's the great Kali and he's super strong. It's too hard to escape. Also, I don't mean, see. Once Chavo again, look at the size of those hands. Also, don't see Chavo fucking legitimately suplexing Kali's big ass either. No, not even slightly. Well, in 07, anything like that could happen. Fair. Hey, if Mr. Perfect can and can fucking suplex the giant. All right. I'll give it to you. Chavo can suplex fucking Kali. Will it be pretty? No. But it happened and he tried. Well, it could be like a heat of the moment type thing. He's like, I've got him weak. I'm going to try and hit these suplexes. Yeah. So now we're going. Now we're going to go to. Friday Night Smackdown where we'll be setting up for Unforgiven from Memphis. Good town. It is good good wrestling town. Good wrestling town. Um so Will you want to take this one? Ric Flair. Yes. Brother. So Flair is still not over the fact that he has not been able to defend Batista's honor, and neither has Mysterio. Okay. Okay. So we have Flair going out there. He's calling out Kali because he's still got unfinished business. Great Kali doesn't want to give him a title shot initially. And because he thinks he is... He's already pinned Flair. He is above this Sharpay puppy of a man. <laughs> Both figuratively and literally, he is above him because he's also standing on the entrance ramp, which is higher. Well, and also he knows he also knows that Ric Flair is the master of the figure four. And he also knows he's like you know, eight foot tall, so that's not a good time. Exactly. Yeah, 
what the fuck else is Flair going to go for? But his legs, he's a big guy. The legs are the weak point. Math checks out. And so Teddy Long comes out, and we get a number one contendership match set for the main event of that episode of SmackDown. Ric Flair going one-on-one with none other than MVP. MVP, during this whole time, he's been picking up a good amount of consecutive wins. He's in high contention. Okay. Main event finish. I've got uh, one little editor's note. Um, We said Unforgiven was going to be in Charlotte. Yes. So we're we're building towards a championship match in Charlotte. For Ric Flair. Which is further fueling Flair's thirst for gold. It also pop a house, too. You got Flair challenging for the his belt, the big gold exactly. belt in Charlotte. And so it's like a retread of the Flair for gold with the Harley Race feud, but this time we call it the thirst for gold. Because by now, Ric Flair is a very horny old man. People yeah, he's, he's only on his third life at this point. Okay. Yeah, people weren't using thirst in that that context in 2007. Flair this is around the 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 flight too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. the plane ride. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, I think so. Maybe. Flair eating shit at the pay per view would be kind of punishment for showing his dick at people in the fucking airplane. I sleep standing up. Can so somebody we have, look that up and see when that incident happened because that makes the story even better. <laughs> and we'll we'll continue with the story. Keep going. Talk about yourself. So Flair wins, and we now have our main event for. Oh wow, that was May fifth, two thousand two. That's well after. Okay, that's, yeah, that's way after. So we have our main event for Unforgiven set. Rick Flair. In, in Charlotte. Challenging the great Collie for the big gold. Hit Flair's belt. And we fast forward to the Go Home show. And Flair gives a medical update on Batista saying he's still not quite ready, but he's making progress. So we're, we're teasing that Batista could be coming back soon. Yeah. And so now we are at Unforgiven where we have our main event. Flair's challenging him. He keeps trying to go for that figure four leg lock. Still not quite getting it. We're getting a decent amount of interference from Ranjit because manager's got to do what a manager's got to do. Brother, don't I know it. Yeah, and then Ric Flair um, finally hits that figure four. Okay. And the ring positioning just quite isn't there. And his manager helps him grab the rope. Classic. Classic, classic, classic. Ric Flair lets go at the five count. Kali's starting to work his way in uh, and charges Kali. Mm -hmm. He sticks a hand out, grabs him by the throat, kind of picks him up and turns him into... The head crush. Dangling flare in the air. 
Mm. Yeah. And Ric Flair's just kind of there, and and all of a sudden he starts fucking his head starts bleeding, and the ref calls the match, and Kali isn't letting go, and then none other than Batista makes his triumphant return to help Ric Flair. Batista lays fucking waste to him with a chair, beats the absolute piss out of Kali, hits four consecutive Batista bombs on Ranjit. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not Batista bombing Kali. Fuck. <laughs> and right then and there, Batista makes the challenge. Yeah, he makes the challenge. World title. Yes, he challenges him at the next pay-per-view. We're working towards No Mercy. Okay, No Mercy. I forgot about No Mercy. All right. So now we fast forward to the next edition of SmackDown. Batista opens the show cutting his promo. And he says, I've been watching from the hospital bed laid out, coughing up blood from my brain injury. And I've seen what Ranjit's been doing and how he's been your X factor. So I challenge you to a steel cage match. Kali and Ranjit come out and say, I'll do you one better. A Punjabi prison match. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Batista says, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I accept. <laughs> he literally has to say, I have no idea what that is. And I accept. You were making shit up, but I will do it because fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really hyping up the first ever. Pujami prison match and like getting the rules. Now, for those who have not seen this match, it's a piece of wrestling history that will never be forgotten. Never. Should be. It's it Greg Holly's has- special gimmick match that he wasn't even a part of because he had to pull out last second. Yeah. But he's he's made it in there now. Exactly. We've, we've <laughs> rectified that mistake. So, main event for Unforgiven, or not Unforgiven, No Mercy, is the Punjabi prison match between Batista and Great Kali. <laughs> Batista's doing his thing. They work all the way to the outer ring of the prison. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, who's this booking it down to the ring? It's Ranjit. And Ranjit starts throwing in chairs, kendo sticks, and whatnot into there. So Kali can just clobber the shit out of Batista. And he beats the hell out of him with a kendo stick. Okay. But it's Batista, and he figures a way to overcome. And outpowers Kali with the, the kendo stick and starts beating the hell out of him. So then... After he feels like he's got him down, he starts climbing again, and he gets a chair thrown at him from the great Kali. And he falls off the, the, the thing again. Great Kali manages to escape. Batista's fallen short just by inches. Batista's great Kali, you know, does his little run up the ramp celebration like a typical heel of, haha, I just sneakily beat you through shenanigans. Batista's laying there still in the prison, crying. 
everybody's, you know, cheering for Batista. We all feel bad for him. And then we go to credits. So now, next week on SmackDown, we open with a victory celebration promo. The Great Collie has leveled Ric Flair. He's leveled Chavo, Rey Rey Mysterio, Mysterio. and now Batista. Who can stop him? Well, turns out a lot of people on the SmackDown roster think they can because we get a handful of people booking it out there saying that they want a shot. We get Undertaker coming out, challenging him. Ric Flair comes back out and says, I want another shot. And then we get... None other Matt than Hardy. the superior Hardy brother, Matt Hardy. He won, baby. And, and then, so they're all brawling. We got a big old schmoz in the middle of the ring with all four of them. Ron Jeet's even throwing in some potatoes. And then Teddy Long comes out and says, Holler at you, player. Please set up a tag team match. <laughs> Now we're going to do you one better. All right. We've got a triple threat number one contendership match, and Great Kali will be the special guest commentator. <laughs> and it'll be, it'll be Ric Flair going against Matt Hardy going against The Undertaker Player. in a tables match. I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Mostly because I'd like to play go through a table, but... This is set up for the next week's SmackDown, because gotta milk this. Oh, of course. Slow burn. And so, fast forward to that edition of SmackDown. It's our main event. They're going hard. Everyone's already exhausted. Everyone thinks... Oh no, Undertaker's got the table set up. He's got Matt Hardy set up for the choke slam. He's about to go through the table, but no. Flair comes up with a steel chair and smacks Undertaker. Matt Hardy gets free. Because remember, tables matches are no DQ. That's fair. Math checks out. Matt Hardy escapes. Undertaker folds off the top rope because he just ate a chair shot, and chairs are painful. Matt quickly slips up, slams Flair through the table. Your new number one contender. V1, baby. Wow. Matt Hardy does not know because um, Teddy Long comes out and tells him that the pay-per-view he will be facing the great Kali will be Cyber Sunday. And that's for those who don't remember Cyber Sunday, where fans got to pick matches uh, out of three choices. Could have been a tables match, a TLC match, or a chairs match, and whoever had the most votes, that's what they would go out and do. Allegedly. I still feel like those results were worked most of the time. Well, it works. This This is leading into how this works into the story. All right. So now Matt Hardy is full of confidence because Teddy Long also informs him that he can choose one of the matches, Kali can choose one of the matches, and he would choose the other match. 
to be voted on. And so our three picks are a ladder match, a casket match, and Kali's pick is, of course, the return of the Punjabi prison. Strike while the iron's hot? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously Matt Hardy picks the latter. Oh, clearly. Well, he has a statistical advantage in said ladder match, but he does not take into calculation that Great Kali is a uh, you know seven foot tall. So he's also on but, a hell of a roll at late too, if you take that into account. Yeah, and so the next week on SmackDown, we have to make this official, so we're going to have a classic SmackDown 07 uh, contract signing. Because nothing has ever gone wrong when there was a table in the ring and contracts on them. Exactly. And so Kali is down there, and his manager's talking shit to Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy talks a little shit back to him. And he signs the contract, and Kylie tries to grab Matt Hardy and choke slam him, but he turns it into the twist of fate and hits it through the table. Okay. Because so like a, Matt a Hardy, baby, face point, turn. baby okay. is master of the TLC and all things that are associated with that. So is this like a, a, a semi false babyface turn for young Matthew? Mm hmm. Okay. Yes, this is this is definitely pushing Matt into the babyface position. Okay. Because he has to overcome this gigantic 12-foot-tall monster. And Cyber Sunday is also in Washington, D.C., so that's a tough crowd. That's where, that's Batista's hometown, is it not? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that comes into play, you know. The plot thickens. So now we're going to go ahead and go to Cyber Sunday. And they have the big wheel. And the match that was chosen was none other than the ladder match. So it would seem that fate is working into Matt Hardy's hands. He got his match, but does not see what happens later. All right, so we're at the ladder match. Great colleague keeps smashing all the ladders and breaking them in half so Matt can't climb them. Because he's just so fucking strong. But ultimately, it's not enough because what all the ladders are broken, but what's that playing at the entrance? It's Batista's music, and he's coming out with another ladder. Oh. And he sets it up, holds it there steady so he don't break his neck. Matt climbs up the ladder. And then we finally have our reign of terror ended. Matt Hardy is your new world heavyweight champion. And then he's celebrating with Batista, and then Batista, Batista bombs him. Ah, the double turn. Exactly. Batista still wants that belt, and he think, he knows he can't beat Great Kali, but he thinks he can beat Matt Hardy. Spoilers, he can't. 
<laughs> yeah, that and um, the great colleague goes on to be a Hall of Famer. Just like in real life, because he had an excellent title run. Jake, we sold you on it, and I know I, you want to know how. I know we sold you on it. Because you were also giving us ideas along the way. Mm. I was intrigued. There were, there were several points in it where I was like, fuck, I'd watch that. Like the, the mini program with, with uh, Chavo and, and Ray Ray. That's, I'm always down for Chavo and Ray having a, having a scuffle. Matthew Hardy picking up the world title is, uh, you had me with that. Absolutely, I'm in. I'm in. Matthew Hardy getting big gold. That's let's fucking go. Big gold um, for Big Matt. That's right. Big money, Matt. Yeah. Well, I hope we sold you on the fact that God, Great Kali could be a great world champion. Uh, I know we did. Tune We're in like, next what? week when we uh, have another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. Jake, what do they do? Bring big money, Matt, some big money. Recording. I did. <laughs> No, you didn't. So <laughs> says starting. She just hijacked your intro, Shane. Now <laughs> it's recording. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to let you know. You all, Every time you do the intro, all you hear is back to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. There, yeah, there's a slight delay, dude. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, there's a delay when you hit record and when it actually starts. Oh, you put this one on the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Shane well, Daniels versus technology. Round one, fight. I fucking <laughs> lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>